And now, a Blaze Media podcast. So when that goes off, that's when you're supposed to talk? Yes. Amazing thing. I thought I was actually uh, doing an all-request lunch hour. Recorded live. We'll take, uh, we'll take the third caller. A93 WHNN. You can rip me off for an Arby's and Jamocha shake and a free lube from Harry's Auto. And then coming up at 1230, I'll request lunch. Right? No, that's not it. All right, so I told you yesterday, no way does, um, welcome to Chewing the Fat, by the way. No, don't, don't look at me like you don't know what's going on because I'm just, I'm sitting here today. All I can think about, I got into a conversation before we started recording about stuff because, you know, we moved into the new house and I've got stuff. And aren't you you're supposed to get rid of stuff? But we haven't. And I feel like I'm in this this hoarding window. I look at it and go, yeah, well, we're going to need that. But really, yeah, the answer is no, I'm not going to need that. So I've got to find a way to sell it all. To sell it all. Just to, to sell it all. To become a minimalist. That's my goal become a minimalist so you can wish me luck okay Chewing the fat. All right. So yesterday we talked a little bit about uh, uh, Prince Andrew and you know why he's one of the only few that's being attacked for this uh, Jeffrey Epstein deal. But uh, we also reached a point where uh, we f- we figured Elton is not going to be singing uh, at Prince Andrew's funeral. Uh, he's not going to be doing a special uh, Prince Andrew candle. Not the right song. This <laughs> is an Elton John Again, not no. It's not those are not the right song. We're talking about "Candle in the Wind," and uh, he did the original and he did one for Princess Diana. But there's no way that he's going to do one for Prince Andrew. So I said I would come up with a Prince Andrew "Candle in the Wind" song, and I have. I wrote it last night for you. Now I haven't produced it yet. I haven't produced uh, the "Candle in the Wind" version from uh, "Chewing the Fat" yet. But I will give you the lyrics, and then at some point here in the near future. We will give you a produced version from Chewing the Fat. But goodbye, Andrew the Prince. Though I never knew you at all, you had the grace to hide yourself when those around you posed. They crawled out of the airplane, and they whispered into your brain, Andrew, she's just 17, but you don't have to say. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind, never knowing who to cling to when the plane came in. And I would have liked to known you, but I wasn't dating kids. Your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out. Royal life was tough, toughest role you ever played. Queen Liz made you royalty, and pain was the price you paid. And even though you're still alive, oh, the press, they're hounding you. All the papers have to say 
is that Andrew was seen in the nude. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind, never knowing who to cling to when the plane came in. And I would have liked to known you, but I wasn't dating kids. Your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out. Goodbye, Andrew the Prince, though I never knew you at all. You had the grace to hide yourself when those around you posed. Goodbye, Andrew the Prince, from the young man way across the pond, who sees you more than sexual, more than just the prince in Ghislaine's book. Gonna make me do this live? Come on, you have to be E key. So. <laughs> I don't have the karaoke screen in front of me, though. I mean, I do. I'm looking at it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't know that I can pull it off. Not live. Not live yet. It's not ready for performance worthy yet. And I don't want to let the audience down. Well, this is the special version. I know. This is for Princess Diana. Bring tears to your eyes. Called out to our country. And you he just did an interview about this, talking about how he had put, uh, how he put uh, the words on a screen down to the left of the piano. Oh, nice. So he wouldn't forget them because he said the country would never forgive him. Oh, yeah. You missed up her freaking funeral. Because he and... Uh, he and Bernie had written the words like a couple of days, you know, the last two days, and he had only practiced it a couple of times, so he didn't want to screw it up. And because uh, he was trying, they were saying, "Didn't you have, uh, didn't you have the words on a screen down to the left of the piano?" Yes, I did. <laughs> so I wasn't going to screw it up. So what? I know. I know. Oh, I know. Uh, I prefer that over him lip syncing the song. Elton's still on tour too, and I've been seeing pictures where he's been throwing fits. He's a little cranky. Well, you know, little Craig's been throwing stuff died, off. Right? The- was it mother-in-law dying? Yes, and remember then, we talked. And then we talked about how he had to go back. Boy Toy called him back. Yeah, made him, made made him, him stop the tour. Made him. Yeah, yeah. And so now he's on. He's still back on tour. He's doing Australia, but he's throwing a couple of fits. Why, what's wrong with him? I don't know. He hollered at he hollered at security guards. Oh, baby, what are you at doing? one show? Because they were they were hauling some lady out of the. Oh, you don't the, touch Elton's fan. Elton was wound up at them for touching a woman. He hollered at the security, told him to get the woman back into the crowd, leave her alone, and then he apologized. To he said, "I'm sorry. I just I just don't like people." Well, I can understand women. that. My fans are being thrown by security guard. And then he, uh, and then there's a picture of him throwing stuff off of one of his planes as he was landing. He was so mad, he was coming off the plane. So he's a little cranky. Well, you know, hubby made him stop. He looked cranky. So he's off his moyo. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, so bad. All right. So I'm looking through this list of job perks. And the headline is, uh, there's a couple of headlines. One is 20 of the best job perks and benefits millennials have that their parents didn't. But dun, dun, dun. if you work for these places, no boomer is working be, there. Oh, sorry. You don't have to be a millennial to work at these places. Absolutely, you do. No, you do not. Yes, you do, Jeff Fisher. If you go down the list by these jobs... Those are millennial tech companies. And then they have the weirdest job perks you've never heard of until now, which some of them are actually, I mean, I, I have heard of them, but. Then again, you're a thousand, so. I'm, 
I'm just Jen. <laughs> so they have fraternity leave. Fraternity leave. So you're telling me that only millennials work for M Particle, Brew Dog, and Nina Hale. Absolutely. <laughs> you're not going to find no boomer in there. <laughs> so they give uh And there's no boomer asking for fraternity. If you lose a pet, you need a bereavement time. You do, do you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Go four-day four day work weeks. Oh, we do that here. Four-day work weeks. Yeah. I mean, at some companies, the 40-hour work week is a relic of the past. Really, what is... It's not necessarily a four-day work week. What it is is that you have a job to do, and if your job gets done, in a, whatever time your job gets You're done, done, that's when it gets done. That's... That's radio. That's old. Actually, that's old school radio. Well, you have a shift. You come in. You do your shift. You do a couple of. You just record a couple of commercials. You record a couple of promos. I'm out. When was the last time you clocked in? I could. Back when I, I don't know if you know this or not. But Wait, I, what? No, I, I was. I worked at a grocery store. What? Yeah, yeah. I was in the grocery business. Like as an employee. Yeah. Like, no, uh, I worked in, in Florida. Uh-huh. You know, when I lived in Florida, I worked. Uh, I worked for Win Dixie. What? Yeah. The chain? Not a mom yeah. and pop Yeah, yeah, shop? no, not a mom, oh, but Win oh, Dixie. Okay. No, it was family owned at the time. It was family owned at the time, yes. And uh, I clocked in there. That's the last time. I clocked in. That was in 100 a years ago. McDonald's, that was my last clocking job. That's where I learned how to uh, manipulate the time clock, though. Yes, you've talked about that. Yeah. You've talked about that. You can it, manipulate yes. the time clock. So you punch in uh, three minutes before you start, and you punch out eight minutes after you're supposed to leave. So that's a total of 11 minutes, which is a quarter of an hour. So by the end of the week, at that time, you, had, you could only work 40 hours a week. All right? So Wednesday, it was, it was uh, Thursday through Wednesday was your work week. Don't, I, don't, I was, Dude, you remember that. That was that is legit. <laughs> that was, the, that was when Dixie's work week. That. And Wednesday, you worked until your 40 was up, and then, and then you're, you're out. Okay. And so you always wanted to snag those extra quarter hours during the week. So you could get so, as close as you can to So 40. Wednesday... Wednesday was less time before you hit the 40. And then you're out. And then you're out. Got to go. No problem. And so, I mean, that was... That's that the last time I clocked in, though. I don't even... And then after that, every other job was just work until the job is the done. The job is completed. Which, I don't know if you know this, but uh, working for uh, the Blaze and uh, working for a guy by the name of... Uh, does a radio show here. What's his name? Stu? No. Pat? No. Oh, good Lord. I'm not working for either one of those two people ever. Uh, Keith? Gallant. Working for Glenn Beck. Oh, Glenn. Uh, Glenn, yeah, yeah. You really don't. He has a uh, times don't really. Show. Times don't really. You don't really. No you're way. Not, you're not done working ever. Wait, are you sure? Cause yeah. Those three o'clock, you know, three in the morning emails. Yeah. This is, yeah, is that yeah. when you start working? Yeah, and the sad thing is, is that a lot of times you get those emails, and then you, you're you're up, so you might as well just reply. True. Yeah, and then you just start a conversation, you. right? I got you. Oh, you're up too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not really. I mean, I just happened to be up to go into the bathroom, and I and heard, the, I heard the, the email <laughs> come through, and just figured <laughs> I'd reply. I'm, I'm not really now. I'm awake. Thanks. Appreciate it. My day started. So some companies give you nap time. We get. This I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, I, any things. company that where you work until the job is done, you get nap time. You do. Yes. I mean, if there's a time, but, 
the ones that are talking about is where they build nap um, little cubicles. That is the coolest yeah, yeah. thing in the world. Little, well, those are almost the cry rooms. Sad. We could cry in there too, but you could do other things because it's completely enclosed, but they're meant to be for napping. So when you wait, go in there and nap. Wait, you could do other things you in there? You could do other things in there, yes. Huh. Weird. And it's usually one per pod. Okay. I don't know if they have special fat guy pods, though. Oh, they do. They're pretty big. They're pretty big. They are? Yes. Have you not seen a pod? So a company at NASA, Samsung, Google, Huffington Post all have nap pods. You telling me only millennials work for those companies? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Student loan repayment programs. That's pretty cool, though. I think that was like Starbucks. That's pretty cool. First Republic Bank, Penguin Random House, Peloton. Ooh, Peloton. Peloton. Oh, uh, under fire. Don't, don't, don't talk no, about that. We can't them. talk, about, talk them about them. Yeah. Honeywell. They all want to uh, all help companies. their employees pay off millennial their student debt. Stop it. Reproductive egg freezing. That is really interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Apple, Uber, Alphabet, Yahoo, and Microsoft. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeffy. I forgot. Those are all boomer companies. Cover I'm at so least sorry. some of the cost for employees who choose to freeze their reproductive eggs. I feel that's sexist because what if I want to freeze my eggs? Oh, wait. I don't have eggs. So where's my money? Facebook was the first company to start covering egg freezing. <laughs> of course they are. They're trying to control the world. <laughs> And do you own those? Right. Do you own those eggs? Or does Facebook if, or own them? If Facebook is paying for that, do you own them? No way. I don't no think way. so. Alphabet owns those. Absolutely. Yeah. Paid fraternity leave? Eh, I mean, that's old school, really. Now. That is old school, yeah. Although a lot of people will give you the time off, but they don't pay you for it. True. True. They say I mean, You're the one that wanted to have the kid. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm sorry, why am I paying for that? And now they're letting fathers get it off. Yes. Right? That was never the case with Jeff Fisher. I'll guarantee you that. I worked. Well, you were there while your wife was still giving birth. Yeah, well, I was there for the kids to be born, and then I went and to then work. You went to work, yeah. What am I supposed to do? Hang out? Yes. Uh, no. Oh, really? She just pushed funny, the baby out funny. of her thing. She, she thought that too, but uh, no. I think if I remember the cor- the, the story correctly, <laughs> everybody in the Raiders studio thought that you had to go back and be with your wife that pushed a kid out of her hoo ha. They were a bit surprised that I they showed up. They were surprised. Were surprised remember, you told me the story. I yes. did, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. It was funny, at least to them. Not actually, for the wife. It was actually funny. Uh, expanded parental programs, including money toward adoption. I like that. That's a pretty cool idea. Now, who owns a kid? Stop. Does a company own the kid? Estee Lauder began an expansion of his family-related benefit package. 20 weeks of paid parental leave, regardless of sex, gender, or sexual orientation. Ugh. Seek $10,000 toward the product. Oh, stop it. Estee Lauder gives you 20 grand for fertility treatments. Wow. In-home backup child care and elder care. Oh, wait. Might like that. Uh, Paid gender reassignment surgery. That one pisses me off. (laughs) Oh, you're okay with adoption. Yeah. But they can't pay for gender reassignment. No. no. If I go to work for IBM, Goldman Sachs, Starbucks, they could they'll give me uh they'll I think give it's me like a hundred thousand cover. They offer to cover employee gender reassignment surgery. I mean, you might think twice about it, right? Yeah. If I go to work for Starbucks and I think, 
I want to be a girl. That's going to cost me one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Can I have yes. that money, please? Yes. And then you what happened? Go, eh. You're going to go to cruise surgery, eh. and we're going to make you a girl. <laughs> I forgot to go to the surgery. I forgot, but I just took the cash. Free food. Major companies, yeah, I know Facebook, they Twitter, do that Dropbox. Here. There's like a snacks thing over there. There's like always free food in there. I just grab a potato chips when I come in and a sneakers when I leave. I don't think those are supposed to be free though. Oh. Got, there's a paid. There's a little computer there. You're supposed to pay for it. Oh, I thought that was like if you want to watch TV while you're eating your snack, <laughs> you can just put your Disney Plus, you know, login, and then you can just watch. So that's expensive to do that. Uh, we actually. We, you tried, or did you? Yeah, they did it here for Oh, a yeah, while. you did. Yeah. yeah. And now, it's, now it's, it's not free. I don't know if you know that or not. Apparently, you don't. You can't Wait, just... There's a cook in the building, and he cooks. He does. So. He does cook. Extended bereavement leave. What is that? Ugh. Someone passed away. I have to take time off. Eh. <sighs> I can see that being useful. 20. But... I said but. 20 days to grieve oh, that's the way too death much. of an immediate no. family member. 10 days for extended family members. Oh, so that's anybody. So my neighbor that's died. anyone. <laughs> Jeffy, my, my neighbor died. Is, that's uh, my, actually, my neighbor is my great aunt. I need 10 days off. I mean, come on. I can see people milking that. My neighbor no. died. My neighbor died. I'm so sorry. We Ew. were so close. He used to mow my lawn. Now he's gone. We're all brothers we're sad. In, in Christ. So... Fi- what? <laughs> Stop it. I went to church last night. <laughs> Fitness at work. Oh, they do have that here. Yeah, I know. They have that here. You can get a, the they currently. give you money back, right, with the insurance if you go to the gym. Or you can just go upstairs and do the little. Oh, yeah, they have the thing. They have the thing. The up thing. There, the, the, like, the ab thing. Yeah. It gives you, like, puts you in a circle and then you go yeah, around. I did it. it. I did it. When they first brought it in, I did it. When the guys were yeah, here. Yeah, and you kept going, right? course been doing yeah. it. You, you can tell absolutely you can tell as six pack here Oof. i mean right now i'm more, i'm looking more like a keg but i'm working up to a six pack or down whatever how that's supposed to go but personal care on site i'm a I fan like of that. that i like that I'm one a masseuse. That. i want I haircuts want a, i want a foot rub i want uh, uh Henny. just get a girlfriend for your nap pod see but the nap pod is only for one person at a time See, I think you're, if you think that the food here is free, you're guessing that the nap pot isn't for one person. I'm a, I'm a fan of the personal care on site, though. It's a good, it's a, it's a good idea. That's a good At idea. least I'm a masseuse. Free housing? Wait a second. Full-time employees. Facebook offers a housing or monthly housing stipend to its interns. Well, that's just because no, no one, one can afford to live there. And they're not paying those interns. So if they say, hey, we'll throw you a dorm. We'll give you, we'll give you a stipend and... You're going to have to live, I don't know, in Oregon and then drive into the Facebook complex here in we'll California. We'll give you a pod. We'll give you a Tesla car. It drives you back and forth. College tuition reimbursement. A lot of companies do that. Remote work. A lot of companies do that. I mean, today's world. Today's world, everybody's working from home. Yeah. Game breaks. I'm Hello. We do that here. I'm a fan. I was playing bricks and balls just now. No, but what they're talking about is having games. Like, we've got the... We've got the Oh, the, We've got the diver? Game here. Yeah. But they have basketball courts, rock walls. 
Shuffleboard, ping pong, foosball. I should bring my ping pong table you in should. here just so that there's a yeah. ping pong table here. We used to have, a, what's that thing, cornhole. We used to have cornhole here. Remember that? Yeah, like yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, the big one. Yeah. You used to make this big loud noise in the hallway. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have the big uh, bowling, the human bowling too? That was for, uh, we had the bowling people here. Uh, that was for Glenn's special that he made. Oh. When he recorded Never his mind. TV special, they had the big bowling thing on as part of the show. So we had the the pins. Yeah, and we had the, the pins. And the bowling ball. Yeah. So people would be stamp people in the pins. In the pins. And then there was a person in the yeah. giant ball, and you would roll it and try Did to you get knock in the over ball? the pins. No. Uh, like the nap pods, the ball is uh, not necessarily made for extra large fitting. So it was a tight squeeze. Tight squeeze to get in the ball. I attempted it, though. Sleek office spaces. I mean, that's okay, so what? You got a great place. Look out the window. Compliment Disney gives you complimentary admission to the parks if you work there. Any Disney employee gets that. And Disney is a huge company. I mean, they own more than just the parks, I'll tell you that, which we're going to find out about uh, a little bit later because I'm going to talk to uh, the guy that created the One Day at Disney, which is uh, part of uh, the Disney Plus just promoting Wait, you Disney got, Plus. You got some Disney Plus Insider? I do. I got a Disney Plus Insider Dude. coming to uh, Chewing the Fat. I know. I know. You're I, moving up in the world. Well. I'm so happy for you. They, they were pissed that I don't have it yet. And so Wait, they, I'm a Founders so called, Hold on. So. I'm a Founders Circle member, and I don't have this Insider coming to me. All I know is they were pissed I didn't have it, so they wanted to send me somebody to talk about how good it would be. And I said... Just to piss Chris Cruz off as his little Founders Circle member? Yes, I will interview that person. One day at Disney. And you think to yourself, one day at Disney, what does that mean? $10,000. No, cheaper than that. You could do a day at Disney for cheaper than 10000 and especially you could do it cheaper with the new book, Meet the People Who Make the Magic Across the Globe, One Day at Disney, uh, brought to you by Bruce Steele. Bruce, uh, A Day at Disney, one of the things uh, that I wanted to discuss with you is that it talks about uh, it ended 40 hours later. So Disney's now stretching 24 hours into 40. I like that. That's some of, that's some of the Disney magic. Well, yeah, <laughs> If you start the day as we did at Tokyo Disneyland, uh, when it's still the day before in the United States, you can go all the way around the world. And we ended the day uh, in Hawaii about 40 hours later. I love that. Um, I, I love that very much. Before we get into uh, uh, what the book is, is bringing you, what gave you the idea for this? Well, Disney brought the idea to me. Uh, they, they'd been working on it for three years before I got involved. Wow. And as you can imagine, the logistics of trying to make all of this happen, especially uh, to have 76 photo shoots uh, on one day in uh, in places all around the world, it took it took a team of, of dozens of people to put this together. That's fascinating um, that you uh, that you did it uh, all in one day. Um, I, I, actually, you talk about it took teams uh, all over the world. How many people did it take? Well, if you look in the back of the book, there's a, there are credits to all the people who contributed, and there's uh, more than 100 listed, and I'm sure not everyone who contributed is listed. So 
I can't even imagine. I, my my rough ballpark estimate would be uh, two or three hundred. I mean, that's uh, just amazing. You know, my uh, my nephew uh, works for Disney, and I was looking through. I, I don't think he participated in your one day at Disney. I'm a little disappointed, but he uh, you know he gives VIP tours uh for the theme parks and it says uh you know as, as it talks about how cast members will tell you a disney job is less a destination than a limitless journey um he believes that wholeheartedly uh i mean he just he loves working for disney now you started out i love the chapters you know you you did the timeline uh, around the globe for disney you know a lot of people think disney is parks and the mouse right i mean that's you think that's what disney is but really uh disney is so much more in today's world uh you know you're looking at uh you know films television sports i mean it, it's a it's an amazing day at disney it was i mean because it's not just the theme parks we went to every theme park and uh, you know there are theme parks in tokyo and shanghai and hong kong and paris and of course the united states uh, but also we're talking about all the people at pixar and marvel and Lucasfilm and ABC and ESPN and Disney books and Disney on Broadway and Disney adventures by Disney. So yeah, there Disney is, is everywhere and all on. <laughs> it is a Disney world. Bruce Steele, author of one day at Disney is joining us here on chewing the fat. Bruce, um, one of the things that, uh, as you go through this, you're meeting, uh, you know, all these different people that uh, participate, you know, in a day-to-day survival at Disney. Um, and you talk about uh, people who are uh, uh, working on the Disneyland Railroad, people who are uh, construction workers and who've worked there for 50 years, and people who have worked there for a year, and yet they're still part of the Disney world. As you edited all this and put this all together, did you find anyone that you thought, wow, that represents Disney the most? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think one person can represent Disney the most. And the <laughs> or a security guard, I, I, just, I don't think that's possible. Um, I think in terms of, of the spirit of Disney, um, I like to go back to a story of a young actress who's working in the Finding Nemo the musical uh, which is a live stage show at uh, Animal Kingdom in Florida. And she had this most amazing experience that I can't even rec- recount to you because I will break down into tears uh, with her mother, who was battling cancer at the time when, when Katie, the actress, was a teenager. And they went to Disney. I think it w- they went to Disney World. And they had just this most amazing experience. And it made Katie want to work for Disney so bad. And she's an actress and she's worked on the cruise ships and she's worked on stage. And now she does this uh, show with the uh, Finding Nemo puppets. Right. And it's, it sort of encapsulates everything about Disney, the, uh, the, the sense of family, uh, the sense of, of magic that you can't quite explain, the storytelling, uh, the performance. It's, it's all there in her story. I mean, you get that from, uh, it's funny you say that because I, I was, uh, I, I joked about the, the, uh, the construction worker and the, you know, the plaster layer, but there's a story in there about George Montano that, uh, you know, he started working there in 1968, right? It's been 50 years and he just, he, he started working there. He was asked to work there for three to six months, remembered going to Disney as a child, thought, yes, I want to be a part of it. And he just never left. Uh, it was just, uh, He's the only person that I talked to in the book who went to Disneyland in its second week of operation. He was there when the paint was barely dry on the castle, and now he 
His most recent project was helping to refurbish the castle. He is in his name is George Montano, as you mentioned. He was uh, brought to Disney by his father, and his brother worked there for a while. Yeah, and now he is uh, beloved of everyone who works at the Disney parks because he is the best uh, sculptor of rocks. He is a rock sculptor master, as well as being a master plasterer. If you've ever been to uh, the Disney Disneyland theme park and read been outside of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and you look up and you see these amazing chimneys above Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, he designed and handcrafted each one of those chimneys. Nice. That's fantastic. Now, now I will say that as much as I enjoy, you know, the the plaster man, uh, really the candy maker, uh, Francesca Roman is probably my favorite person who works at Disney. So, yeah, I just want to break down and just let you know this is the candy maker I'm a fan of. <laughs> oh, she was, she was so sweet. I, I got to I got to go visit her and see her on the job, and uh, she was just she's so honored to be in this book. Uh, and you would you would think that she had just started at Disney yesterday. She's so enthusiastic about her job, and yet she's she's been there for several years. And you talk about how people find their journey. She did not intend to be a candy maker when she started at Disney, but she worked in the gift shop next to the candy shop uh, at the cash register, and she just watched these candy makers all day long and thought to herself, "I can do that." And now she does it. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. So we have the book, uh, One Day at Disney, uh, you know, meet the people who uh, make the magic across the globe. But uh, not only do we have that, which is, I mean, uh, a Christmas gift in and and of itself, uh, you've created uh, short stories with each of these people and also a huge uh, full-length documentary that is uh, going on uh, on Disney Plus, correct? That's right. There, you can turn on your Disney Plus streaming service today and watch uh, a one-hour documentary called, same as the book, One Day at Disney, that, that includes 10 different, as we call them, cast members uh, in, that orig- in that first one-hour installment. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have five to eight-minute uh, individual short documentaries, on one on each cast member in the book, uh, for the next 52 weeks. I mean, that fascinating i'm sure that that was a lot of fun to put together you know it talks a little bit about uh, just to take a side trip uh, away from disney for just a little bit um you know it talks about you uh living in one of my favorite cities in america Asheville, north carolina and uh how you one of your one of your uh pieces that you worked on was uh the chefs at the biltmore um are you still friends i mean are you able to stop in at the biltmore whenever you want and uh, dive in or you have to you know make an appointment uh, well, I have my ways. Uh, yeah, I tend, to, I tend to drop by Biltmore some, with some frequency. I was just there recently to uh, look at their Downton Abbey exhibit, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love that place. I mean, I lived in Los Angeles. I had, that, I had the Silver Pass because uh, my husband was the animator for Disney, and we went to Disneyland all the time. So now we live in Asheville, North Carolina, so you've got to have the season pass to the Biltmore Estate, which is essentially the Disneyland of Asheville, North Carolina. So, uh, what's next? What's next? You've worked on this project. Had to, uh, you know, took some time, and you're you're out promoting it now. Uh, what's the secret uh, secret project you're working on right now? Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a secret, would it? <laughs> That's just between you and me, Bruce. Don't worry about uh, it. Just... No, I'm I'm uh, talking to various people about various projects, and none of them are at to, at to the point where I can talk about them. <laughs> That hurts, Bruce. That hurts. Bruce Steele, uh, author of One Day at Disney, and of course you can uh, get the book anywhere. Books are available, and uh, Disney Plus is uh, airing the full-length documentary, 
and they're also airing uh, Signal uh, shorts, releasing them uh, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, one day at Disney, Bruce Steele, thank you very much for joining us on Chewing the Fat. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for the invite. It was fun. Thanks for listening to uh, Chewing the Fat with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Remember to subscribe. If you're listening right now and you're, how uh, should I be nice about it? Uh, freeloading? Uh, what are you doing with your life? Subscribe to the podcast. Look, it's free. You can still be considered a freeloader, just freeloading with a subscription. It's very simple. Just go to theblaze.com slash podcast and click on Chewing the Fat. You'll see a plethora of, of platforms that you can choose to subscribe. Just click on it and you're and good to go. And then you become a CTF influencer. Sure. That's what you become. Why did you hesitate for sure, that? I'm that's trying what to you make become. these losers subscribe and give them an important title. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, just because they're freeloaders, they're not losers. They are definitely losers. Whoa, Chris Cruz. They're stop. cheapos as well. That I'll give you. They're cheapos, even though that's, both are free. But the uh, not losers. Wow. Well, wow. Then subscribe and become a CTF influencer. And I want to see those on your social medias too. CTF sure. influence. You are the worst sure. marketer in the world. Sure, you can become a... CTF influence. Oh, no, don't. I should want everybody to unsubscribe because the others <laughs> does not want to grow. <laughs> Yesterday you ignore me. Today you no, just no, go no, no. The CTF influencer is a great idea. No, it's not. Look at your stupid face right now. <sighs> what do you mean? I got uh, yeah. This all, yeah. This I'm just thinking about job perks. I still. So we started Still? Off, yeah, I know. We started off with the with the uh, with the best job perks that millennials have. Yeah, because no one's having boomers. But. Then I got into the weirdest job perks, and I was thinking, "Well, I've heard of these too." And I'm not sure what's uh, the best or the weird, or the I think the weird are better than the best. I believe again, you're right. I mean, you have a cryopreservation, Disney. I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think Hitler Disney and Disney are and part Hitler of that. Are part yeah, of that. and Jeffy. You have you have egg freezing, again, which we talked about. We talked yeah, everybody about likes that, yeah. the egg freezing. See, I that's not sexist. Yeah, uh, egg freezing. Why do you want to? Duh. What I want that we don't oh. have is not even, and I don't think it's on this list either. Careful. Why are you looking at me like that? We just talked about egg freezing, and then that gave you a segue <laughs> to say a Jeffy idea, <laughs> and I'm scared, but hey, hey, we'll wait. It's we'll your wait. show. Let's see if it's on the list. Okay, all right. Let's see all if right. it's okay. on the list. Okay. Vacation roulette. That is Okay, so upsetting. one company, uh, what they do is you bring the employees one one day a week. You Everybody brings luggage to work. That is so sad, dude. And then they choose four to go on our weekend to Vegas. And what happened to the rest of them? You just take your luggage back home. Right. That's so sad, dude. I think you just you just have a bag, a ready bag at the at the office, yeah, a, right? A, a go to bag, yeah. And it's, you're not bringing a you're not bringing a suitcase, right? Just carry. Uh, hold on, wait a minute. It depends. Nah, just if I'm the on. boss, I want to see everybody's face be all glee with suitcase and oh, you did not get picked today. So sorry. I haven't been picked since I've worked here. Just sit down and shut up. It's called roulette for yeah, one reason. No kidding. <laughs> Luck of the draw. They just happen to be the best employees that we have here this week. And always. It will suck and if not it's like you. It will right. Suck. It will definitely suck. I hope they take names out of the people that already went. See, 
Uh, no, they can't, right? They, no, no way. they can't. They can't. It's roulette. You it's, just have to. Exactly. Everybody brings their luggage in. You get picked to get picked. Oh, you have to do this bribe purpose? That would stink. The, the, wheel, the wheel of Vegas, baby. Spin the wheel. Yep. Jenny, your fourth time this year. Yes. Wasn't it you in my office yesterday? Funny how that happened. Go ahead. <laughs> Human guinea pigs. Human guinea pigs is a weird job, but human guinea pigs. Well, many companies let employees use services to buy products free of the discount. Amazon going w- above Go. and beyond. Secret and special projects in the work. Amazon employees get to act as guinea pigs and try them out before the general public. That's a good perk. That's a good perk. Amazon's Go store, which has no lines or cashiers, it's been open to employees for several months now, much like Amazon's new fresh pickup locations. That's a good perk. I. So they're doing some testing on you. Well, you get to try new stuff. Which is amazing. You no, know, because the new stuff's probably like bougie sauce and all that kind of weird stuff that nobody it's likes. It's not anyway. food. Yeah. And you're going to the store. That's what it is. The ghost store. Yay days. I mean. <laughs> I hate you today and yesterday. Really? So much. Yeah. That's a shame. If you love the outdoors, you probably like working for REI. Oh, my wife would like to do this. REI. She's an REI fan, man. What is REI? Is it photography or tattooing or the spandex that she's pushing now? Sporting. Outdoors. Outdoors. Recreation. Oh, so the Boy Scouts of America. (sighs) Naked Fridays. That, I'm a fan. Naked Fridays. Imagine this office right now. We have one, two, three, four, five. It's a morale boosting concept. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> oh, Susie, that depends on who's being, and who's naked. I'll tell you that. Well, you don't want to see Marge uh, in well, accounting, uh, but I do want to see Susie. I mean, you want to see Marge once, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. But I do want to see Susie at you know over there at the sales. So uh, it's designed, of course, to strip away inhibitions. And talk to each other more openly and honestly. And I have to take my clothes off for right. that? Right. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Working on this new show. And uh, so what do you think? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Jeffy, just me and you here. Why are you naked? It's Naked Friday. It's only, no, it's, it's, Thursday. Only, it's only Thursday. It's only Thursday today. Oh, oh, damn! I thought it was Friday. No, Dude, put your clothes back put your on. Put your clothes back on. I mean, no, no, that's not a no. good one. That's not a good perk. Again, it also depends what company you're working for. Like, if I'm working for Victoria's Secret, Naked Friday sounds great. No, because the models I'm- aren't wandering around the Victoria's Secret's office. That's a common misconception. No, 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 Jesse. No, they still have Marge in accounting. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they do. Yes, they don't do. Don't bug me with facts, okay? <laughs> like, I don't want to see the Walmart employees naked on Friday. That's not something I want to go see. I think I do. Okay, maybe I one and then I that's do. it. Not every Friday. I think I do. This Friday, the Fort Worth Walmart, naked Friday. Next week, Armadillo Walmart, naked Friday. Just all of Texas. Oh, nice. Just rotate. It's just roulette. Naked roulette for Walmart. Look at you combining all these perks. Right? Thank you. What a great place to work. Walmart, when you could get picked to be naked and serve your customers. On a Friday. On a- 
Tell me you wouldn't shop there. Absolutely. Go ahead. Tell me. Absolutely. Yeah, would you would. And you're right. We'd like to see March at least once. And they, yes, they have a company beer. Eh, big deal. Parades. Get paid to walk. Parades. Why do you? What would you do with the parade? They throw a parade for the employees. Uh, uh, the company has costume parties. We have those. Ooh. Uh, today's. Uh, Today's uh oh no face we, paint world yeah we can't do that uh, no no what just costume? don't come as blackface don't do you that you can't come as a blackface you can't come as Indian oh yeah red man yeah I mean you, what what are you coming as a whitey that's why you just have naked Friday they move back to naked, naked Friday. Friday just naked yes the costume party is it's not a costume birthday you show costume. up naked it's birthday costume. yeah yeah uh, number ten. Riding bikes to work, walk to work. Why are they trying to get me to exercise? I don't Stop think it. that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to save the planet. That one. No, they're trying to get me to exercise. No, what they're doing? That's all they're doing. <laughs> that's to lower your doing. carbon footprint, baby. No, they're trying to get me to exercise. Okay, all right. Number ten, orgies. Yeah, orgies. Is that the same company that's Naked Fridays? Oh yeah. One of the things we like to do here at uh, CTF, this German insurance company. Why do the Germans always have fun? <laughs> Seriously. Don't they have like the red light district too and the prostitute robots and like what the hell? The company rewarded its employees with an orby, orgy at a thermal bathhouse. Oh yeah. A thermal bathhouse in Budapest. Ah, uh, hello. A <laughs> hundred guests, twenty prostitutes. Wait, hold on. That's not an orgy. I just want to be clear about that. That is Look at the numbers. One hundred and twenty. I mean, one hundred and twenty, and the twenty is less than a hundred. So everybody has to share more than one girl. The guests were encouraged to disappear with the women and do and do whatever they like. Oh yeah. Uh that's not an orgy. That is that's false advertising. That's just providing prostitutes for employees. Big deal. Again, like I said, there's a hundred people employees. That's not. An orgy. 20 prostitute. So you tell me that one person... Look up, what an, look up the definition of an orgy. Look it up right now. Educational Thursday on Chewing the Fat. The meaning of orgy. O-R-G-I-E. Plural S. <laughs> or it's O-R-G-Y. I got A it. A social gathering, like unrestrained indulgence, especially sexual activity, and drinking. A social gathering. Unrestrained indulgence. Unrestrained indulgence. Especially sexual activity Especially and sexual activity and drinking, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was a what, Jeffy? It's not... Let me let me just let me let me. I'll say this to you: one hundred guests and twenty prostitutes. Am I going to the German insurance company party in Budapest? Yes. Do I consider that an orgy? No. So well, we have a difference of opinion on what an orgy is. Plus, in today's world, nope, not going to say that. Nope. Download and subscribe to more that. content. Oh, I forgot to tell you what I want. Blaze.com slash podcasts. Darn it. Oh, this show's over. Darn it. Okay, so what I really want as a perk. So tell me what you really, really want. I'll tell you what you want. I'll tell you what you want. I really, really want. I want to what? I want to what? I want to what? Spice Girls, baby. 
It's the best movie in the world. <sighs> is I want a hyperbaric chamber. I want an oxygen therapy. I want oxygen therapy. I think we talked about this tank. off air. I want yeah. a tank. I do. I want a hyperbaric chamber. I is want that, one bad. Is that the one that that guy from Texas has? And he said he's going to live up to like two thousand years old. Yeah, well, he has. He has one of those. He yeah. has one of those. Yeah, okay, he yeah, uses that's what that, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, but I yeah, I want one. What um, is it supposed to do to your body? Helps you heal. Makes you stronger. That's what your father in law did, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. But he's in the bigger one. Yeah, uh, they, the, you know, the, I just the want one a personal that, one. The one that's not supposed to be, you know, for one person. It's just people just come and go and use it as they need it. You just want to be selfish and just have one for yourself. Correct. Yes, that's what I want. I don't want. I'm just, what, I want to stick around with Fred and Joe who have a wound. Yes. To heal up? No. So is that all supposed to be heal your wounds and works? And it worked for him. Seriously, it worked great. So that's the only health benefits from it. Heal your wounds. No, he's out jogging 10 miles a day now and uh, feeling pretty good. Got a new girlfriend. She's 18. And, Hello. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's, well, he does have look, the hair. Oxygen therapy is working out great, man. <laughs> he you know, does have the that. hair for, for him to pull an 18-year-old girl. That's what I'm saying. So another perk. No, this is not a perk. This is a sad story, actually. Do we have sad music? A duck has been traumatized. Yes. Stop crying. Hold your tears. Well, it's upsetting. Um, Dave, the owner of the duck. Can anyone really own a duck? Ooh, I don't think so. That's the last but, question right there. But we'll say that this for now the case. Dave, who owned uh, who owned the duck, uh couldn't put up with him anymore because he was a nymphomaniac duck. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't need sad music for that. He had, uh... You need... Oh, yeah. Hey. Dora, Edith, and Freda. You three, hey, you three ducks. Frodo. Get over here. I'm gonna have sex with you five to ten times a day, even when it's not mating season. Because my whole mating season clock is off. I don't know what's going on, but I just want to have duck sex. And so, I mean, he just went crazy, right? He was just out of his mind. And was his, he, though? Is that something that you qualify as being out of your mind? Yes, especially when you get to the point where uh, you're traumatizing your part, your organ. Ouch. You ain't lying, ouch. You ain't lying. Now, look. In humans... No, I don't want to no, go there can't see, No, I, I, I saw there. it coming, but no. No. Just skip it. Keep on the story. Unfortunately for the uh, male duck, uh, he paid the uh, ultimate price, and uh, it was so traumatized that it had to be removed. Ouch. <laughs> the duck was... <laughs> the duck is now quacking his ass off mad because he finally... It's over. So now he's just running around like a dog. Wah, wah. Pumping the air. Wah, wah. <laughs> it's, I'm crying. Wah, wah. I'm crying for the poor duck. Really, I am. It's sad. It's I a love sad, the pictures that they put for the duck. That duck did not look like he was having sex five to ten times a day. 
what does the duck supposed to look like? Daffy Duck. What is the duck supposed to look Daffy like? Daffy Duck. What does the duck do to make himself look like he's having sex ten times a day? Missing some feathers, some scratches. No, that's some the twitchiness. I mean, maybe the people that he's had, maybe the other ducks that he's having sex with. The other three. What are their What are their names again? Maria, uh, Pinta, Dora, Santa Maria? Edith, and Frida. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Now this duck, his name was, and this is this is genius. Oh, is it? Yeah, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. But, but what was the owner's name? Dave the Duck. <laughs> Stop it, Dave the Duck. No wonder he's like, please, it's gonna go until they kill me. <laughs> All right, please, somebody. If I just keep doing it, somebody's gonna put a bullet in my head and end. Oh, that backfired quickly. <laughs> he just remove his penis now. <laughs> Right? Can't somebody put a can't somebody put a bullet in me, please? No, not that. No, the bullet. The bullet is what I want. The bullet. That's what the I mean, that's what the duck is asking for is a bullet. And yet, Josh Watson, Dave's owner, is not ending it. That's As a human, wouldn't you ask? Peter, where's Peter? Where's Peter at? Well, I have a feeling that Peter is going to be for this. Oh, really? The, yeah, because Dave is still alive. Oh yeah, they do want the animal alive. Never mind. Where's feet? Now I realize that they're they're you know they would fight to keep the duck genitalia. Where in a uh, freaking jar? No, it's they would dead. just, they would the just try to they would try to medicate Dave down a little bit, calm him down. Which, by the way, uh, Chris, the city next to you, he pointed out a very interesting fact about the ducks. They got a weird dong. Have you seen a- All right, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat today. We're not going into zoo talk and animal talk. You know, seriously, all animals have, you know, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to go there either. No, come on, just say, go just, go, just go. I will say that there were times. Aren't you a zoologist? I am. Okay. I am. There were, there are times okay for you to talk about during this. my, during my studies at the zoologist? to become a zoologist okay. that you notice the difference in animals stuff. You know would be great for this? Forty acres and a fool. He'll be great for this. He has Woody. Ducks. Yes, he has ducks, sheeps, and he's closer to the zoologist I'm than sure. you are. Do you have animals in your backyard? Yes. Not your kids or your wife. Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'll take it back then. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Okay, sure, there's there's squirrels and they they come and go as they please. But there's animals in my backyard. Free range squirrels. They are. There's a there's a couple squirrels. There's one squirrel climbs on my on the top of the fence that I have. That squirrel. Nobody's messed with that squirrel for way, that, years. That fence is like twenty feet high. That's legit. I love your fence. That's, have you taken a picture of your fence? That's legit. No. You should take a picture of your fence because that's like Donald Trump fence. <laughs> I think that's the fence that Trump wants. And that's the why border. the squirrel is, uh, is up on top. He's got the squirrel. He's like 800 pounds. He's up there smoking cigarettes going, nobody's messing with me. I don't even have to worry about burying my nuts. Okay, okay, I'll tell you what. Since we don't have... A, we, I'm not going to go into the professional studio yet to record Candle in the Wind. I mean, that's coming. We've booked the time. No, I'm just kidding. We really haven't, but we booked the time. I'm going to give it to you, all right? I'll give you my practice run-through 
of my production of Candle in the Wind on behalf of Prince Andrew. From me to you. Goodbye, Andrew the Prince, though I never knew you at all. You had the grace to hide yourself when those around you posed. They crawled out of the airplane and they whispered into your brain, Andrew, she's just 17, but you don't have to say. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never knowing who to cling to but when the plane came in And I would have liked to known you But I wasn't dating kids Your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out Royal life was tough, toughest role you ever played. Queen Liz made you royalty, and pain was the price you paid. And even though you're still alive, oh, the press, they're hounding you. All the papers have to say is that Andrew was seen in the nude. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never knowing who to cling to when the plane came in And I would have liked to know you But I wasn't dating kids Your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out Goodbye, Andrew the Prince, though I never knew you at all. You had the grace to hide yourself when those around you posed. Uh, goodbye, Andrew the Prince, from the young man way across the pond who sees you more than sexual, more than just the Prince in Ghislaine's book. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never knowing who to cling to when the plane came in And I would have liked to know you, but I wasn't dating kids Your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out your candle burned out long before Epstein sold you out. Ah, maybe we'll do it again. I don't know, that sounded all right.